0: Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's In This League. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris
1: Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. Welcome back. It is In This League, hour three. Scott Bogman, Chris Welsh. Bogman, I have got some information for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's hear it. Bet DSI is celebrating 20 years as the industry's biggest and safest betting site. Did you know that? I did know. You just told me. I know. They now. have great customer service and, pa- and fast, easy payment of winnings. Were you aware? Now I am. Okay. Well, I'm going to blow your mind. You can play virtually every sport at Bet DSI with hundreds of wagering options, including live in-game wagering, on all major sporting events where you can make your play at any time during the game. How them apples sound. I like them apples. I'm going to double down. Use promo code FNTSY because BetDSI is offering up to a $1,000 bonus on your first deposit. Boom. So use promo code FNTSY and try BetDSI.com. That's BetDSI.com. Promo code FNTSY. Head on over and start winning today. I saw an article. Two day off of my boy you want to hear me rant I don't even think like by the way not a good I'm not a great ranter I don't think like I don't know if anything I did in the last segment ranting about the you know the the moral police of you know let's make sure that you know like pot and stuff is legal (laughs) there you go but we can't we can't be able to gamble I don't think that I even did a good job that's just like my anger coming out but I just saw this article did you know that poker stars is experimenting with virtual reality poker, like VR poker, what? Yeah, you put on the VR goggles and you are at a table with other people. <sighs> Who is wasting their money on that? I would waste all my money on that. All right, and I mean that's the future <sighs> what are you of poker. Talking about you can you can you can view the cues of the other person. Are you that that experience? Would go through the roof if I could buy stock, crypto stock. I would buy it in Poker Stars as soon as we can get things legal. What? Why would you not want to do that? You are, You are going to experiment with VR in other areas. Yeah, you? yeah. Why wouldn't you put those into porn? Well,
2: they I are. I am just being realistic. Like, what's going to pay more, poker or porn? Well, because poker's
1: not legal. <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> I mean, <that's, laughs> I mean it, it's still not necessarily. You, an you, argument, uh, but... I'm sorry. Excuse me. Do you sir, think
2: sir 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 Do you think that poker's not gonna pay as much as porn because poker's not legal? Well, you can no, make poker I, legal and porn
1: illegal and porn would still pay more. Adult adult film, Bogman, let's use the terminology. Porn. I think your adult film there's more money to be had in where you're talking about. But think about the experience. Of all the losers at home that are playing poker online, you put Loser. on those VR goggles. Maybe you have a special VR tournament, and you're now sitting next to people, and you're seeing cues. You can start picking up cues. You can just flip your cards, and you can see them all there. You I like it. You a of
2: fatties in their underwear playing. No, a, a you get your
1: virtual, people. like, uh, avatar. Virtual clothes? It's avatar. it's avatar. Maybe you buy some clothes. Maybe they'll, they'll have in-game purchasing
2: you get any virtual hot dogs at the table while you're playing or get a virtual you know. massage at the table,
1: put those yeah. little things on your back. Maybe I'm it'll looking ha- for a virtual massage, but it's of a different kind. I'm legit. I think starting to develop like arthritis from all the clicking I do in my I mean, right I'm hand. I'm developing arthritis. So <laughs> I mean, that was a layup. Bar, right?
2: But <laughs> come on. <laughs> I mean, you throw them down the pipe at 90, Archie Bradley. I'm going to knock them out of the park. Okay? Maybe
1: this would be the beginning of starting to help with that. Maybe I don't know like what else they have little sensors on your hands with the vr and then you could stop like doing all the clicking the click click clicks are you not with this
2: i just why like, are you
1: not with this i don't
2: i, I what are we talking about here i am I'm, I'm completely lost what do you mean it's a vr poker but where did you get arthritis clicking oh what well are you like nonstop? i'm just
1: i'm getting arthritis from like just a non-stop clicking all the time open up lots of tabs I mean you got to keep lots of tabs open you know what I mean? I'm, uh, I I mean, I get it. So I'm just trying um, to curb some of the uh, arthritis. Maybe I need to go get a prescription from a nonprofit. Maybe you do. Maybe. I got an example now. I can go do it. Still can't play FanDuel, but I can go get a prescription because my fingers hurt.
2: How much of like that good. prescription could you have got with all the crypto you lost?
1: Uh, I could. <laughs> At least an ounce. <laughs> ounce and a half, maybe. Oh, wait, <laughs> wait. Are we counting what I lost or what I have left? uh well what you lost (laughs) oh when I lost I would I would be Heisenberg (laughs) (laughs) I'd be walking around like Heisenberg just dropping in the money it's Lacey LaPlante over here so are you kidding me I'd have to have a a suitcase with what I lost what I have left Uh, maybe uh maybe an ounce (laughs) maybe an ounce and a half maybe Heisenberg. I don't know. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Oh man. All right. Uh let's take a look at week 3. Week 3 is uh we're on the precipice of it and it should be a good fantasy football week. All the running backs are hurt, so all the backups are playing. But let's go kick it off in a game that hopefully is not going to feature one of the best wide receivers in the game being out cuz he's questionable. It's the Saints at the Falcons. The Falcons are the favorite right now. Two and a half. They're the home team with a 53 and If half under. If I, I'm just guessing here off the top of my head. I think we might have three. If not, it's a guaranteed two. Now I'm looking, and now I think I'm wrong. I was going to say, no, no, I'm right. We have three, no, four games that are over 50 on the over-under. That's huge. So uh, 53 and a half is the over-under. Two and a half is the line. Bachman just opened his soda. (laughs) 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 It's the loudest soda on the planet. What are you drinking? Coca-Cola. Straight uh, to the heart, boys. Do you see what uh, Coca-Cola is uh, getting ready to invest in? Yes, I did. Okay. I'm going to buy some stock. I'm all Coca-Cola. aboard. All That's right. Hype train. Let's go. Yeah. I'm going to buy some stock on that Robin Hood app. Um, Saints Falcons. Drew Brees been uh, doing okay, even though the team has struggled. Actually, this is amazing. He's 65 for 80 on the season. I thought you were going to say 65 years old. No,
2: I mean, and I was going like to believe it. you.
1: 65 inches is that thing on his face, but 65 for 80. Uh, Devonte Freeman is officially out. It's Tevin Coleman's game. Michael Thomas has 28 catches. I don't know how many more that is than the next guy, but I'm going to assume it's at least 10 more than the next player in receptions. I don't have it in front of me. Julio Jones is questionable for the game. He's a little bit banged up. So what do you think about Saints-Falcons?
2: Oh, man. I just like, I keep oh, looking at what we did last week. And... Mm. Just yeah, we've got
1: to set the tape. I'm, I'm totally sorry. I jumped way ahead. What no, the hell did we were do last week? I skipping it on purpose. I forgot. why would
2: people, like, why wouldn't people turn it right off if we tell them
1: what we did last week? What did week? we do? Was it that bad? <sighs> well, let
2: me, okay. Just, okay, let, me, let me just okay. Preface.
1: Let what's me just the, preface. What's the over-unders? Uh, on what game? Okay, well, do your preface and then, what well, at least what did we do over-unders?
2: Gary Total. uh Gary Davenport, who I do the individual defensive podcast with he was he writes like twelve articles a week on football he was the f s w a writer of the year smart guy likes,
1: does stuff for the athletic
2: was three and twelve against the spread, three twelve, and one he split one, okay, okay, uh, I feel
1: like week. you're setting us up for
2: something good here, so uh I don't know what he did on the over unders, but we don't do the Thursday game, obviously because this is Saturday, yeah. Um, one game tied and didn't have it over because we weren't sure about Aaron Rodgers. So we're out of fourteen games now. All right. Uh, uh, against the spread. Okay. How do you think you did? Uh, I'm. I mean, most people were bad last week. I like most people who seem to be in the know. I just said Gary, you
1: know, three twelve and one. Yeah, you're not. You're setting this up. This is like an episode of Succession. But which, by the way, how far are you in that? I can't get past the first Come episode. On. It's so terrible, dude. I just can't watch it. You have to watch it. I you, You're I'm watching up the Sharper drama. Image now,
2: and I like that. Oh, Sharp, so. <laughs> sharp Object. Okay. Yeah, with uh, Amy Adams.
1: Yeah. With all scars. Yeah, how about the sister? Uh,
2: yeah, the sister is, uh, I hate her. I want to choke her to death right now.
1: But, so. I mean, you know what <laughs> i but. I hope you're not. But okay. <laughs> I mean, things I know about you—the choking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. All right. I don't think we did very good without you setting the stage. I, don't I was think we did. five and nine, okay. and I beat you. You were four and ten. Oh, were we better in was over it? under?
2: Well, you were better than me, but we weren't better either. <laughs> one of us. Oh no. You were three and eleven. Oh, what did you, you were do? A game better than me. I was two and twelve. <laughs> Just listen to this. Listen to this. Oh, my Just, God. I want you to listen. All right. Carolina, Atlanta, I went under. It went over. Uh, the Clippers and Buffalo, I said under. It went, it, it went, uh, it went over. <laughs> Houston and Tennessee, I said over. It went under. <laughs> Cleveland and Tennessee, over. Of did, course. Cleveland you, Tennessee. We both picked What did over. you get right? What? Don't do all you got wrong. Okay. What did you actually get right? Doing, uh, I got Detroit and San Francisco over. All
1: right. Seattle, Chicago under. And but that was under two points. You said the Rams was the lock of the century for you. Uh, well, I, I the the Rams against
2: the spread was lock of the Did century. Did you get that one?
1: Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. What was the one it, I got? What seven, were the three yeah. I got right?
2: Well, I don't have them marked anymore here. Um. Uh, I can. I uh, just look at whatever you had opposite of me, and you got that
1: right. You picked the over Carolina Atlanta. I know you got that one. I mean, this is. I'm not even joking here. Had you just picked everything opposite, we did, you yeah. made all the monies. Sure, all the money. So once again, we're helping people either way. I mean, we should probably get a a little cut of what you guys are doing because of what we are bringing to the table here. Uh, you see what I mean by cheating. So it's not cheating. It's just science. <laughs> All right. Saints Falcons. Falcons are two and a half favorite. Fifty three and a half is the over under no Devonte Freeman. Let's assume Julio Jones is going to be good to go. Michael Thomas is the uh, world leader in receptions and Alvin Kamara is maybe one of maybe the best back in the league at this point, just at this level right now. I got to be
2: honest with you. This is one of the tougher games I think of the week. Uh not like we're good at this right now. I but I tell you what, out of 180 people in that uh big money group I'm doing, I was 5 after week 1. Really? I'm now 82. Oh.
1: Yeah, that's how bad my week was. I mean, oh. it was bad. Um Maybe you should go against anything you say. <laughs> so whatever you're going to say, do you then go the opposite?
2: Uh, for this one, I'm going to take the home team. I'm just going to take Atlanta, and I'm going to go with the under. I think that's too high, especially with Freeman out. Um, I, I don't, I don't know that it's going to go that high. So I'm going to take Atlanta, and I'm going to take
1: the under. Do you think Tevin Coleman is a dude? Tevin,
2: Tevin Coleman's fine. I just that's a high over.
1: Okay. I'm with you, actually. I don't like the uh, the over here. It's a divisional game. I think both relatively... Um, well, I shouldn't even say underrated. They both actually kind of had pissed performances by uh, the first couple weeks from both of them, and the Falcons are a little banged up. New, but, New Orleans almost lost to Cleveland, so... Yeah, it's 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 not a fair statement. So I, But I am going to go with the under. I agree with you. I think it's a little bit high, but I'm going to go with New Orleans uh, taking this game uh, on the road. New Orleans... And this is tough for me to do because New Orleans has played so atrocious. Like, the way that they have put together the first couple of games is mind-boggling. And to think that Michael Thomas is the best receiver right now, and you know we make the statement on the Black Book, would you even trade Michael Black. Thomas for Antonio Brown? And Joe says no. Chris Harris says in a heartbeat, and he'll laugh about it. And Alvin Kamara is one of the most electric running backs right now, but the Saints have been underperforming. I think this is a game where they can get right against a defense that is banged up and some IR guys in the Falcons, and I'm going to go Saints uh, for the points, and I'm going to take the under as well. I think the logic on that, if you are picking the
2: Saints, though, is Saints in the over, isn't it? I see where you're going with it. I because think the defense is bad, you know, they usually have to play point for point. So if New Orleans is winning, they're outscoring because they certainly can't stop anyone.
1: Well, But I think there is going to be some stopping. And I don't know if it's going to be from a deficiency on the offensive ends of either one of these teams because they play so hard did or you if it's going to be true defense. you see Fitzpatrick look like uh, Brett Favre against it New Orleans? Did, it did look like Brett Favre. Do you Mar-
2: remember how bad Tyrod Taylor was on Thursday night? Yeah. he. Looked, and how good he was against New Orleans? Yeah. Well, I mean, this is also why I went three and eleven. So Okay.
1: All right. Fair?
2: Uh yeah. Okay. Okay. New Orleans in the under. I got Atlanta in the under.
1: All right. So here's uh my game. It is the San Francisco 49ers traveling to the two and Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are favored by six and a half, and this is the biggest over-under of the week, as far as I can tell. Fifty-five points. Patrick Mahomes coming off of a six-touchdown game. Matt Breida leads the NFL in rushing yards. Uh, Sit on that one for a minute. And uh, (laughs) the 49ers, I think, are a little bit of an underrated defense. Patrick Mahomes, though, is scorching hot right now with his 10 touchdowns, which lead the way. So what do you think about this game in Kansas City's six-and-a-half-point favorites? This is difficult.
2: Another tough one. Um, I think I'm going to take... I'm going to take Kansas City against the spread at home. I just think uh, Arrowhead is a tough place to play. And I want to take the under, but I just can't do it. I'm going to take the over. I think Kansas City, their defense is pretty bad. I mean, they let the Steelers climb right back in that game. Steelers have a good offense, but they were up 21-zip. And they let the Steelers climb right back in that game. Let him go uh, point for point for about another quarter and a half until they just put it away by scoring, not by really playing
1: defense. So uh, I'm take Kansas City, and I'm going to go over. One of the things that does worry me a little bit is, like Richard Sherman popped up on the questionable list, but assuming Richard Sherman goes, they've got Ruben Foster back, which is a huge positive sign for that defense, which I think is a relatively underrated defense. I am going to take San Francisco with the points, and I'm going to go with the under. So I think we're exact opposite on this game. Where, like, I don't want to be like, ah, oh, coming off of you know six touchdowns, Mahomes is going to struggle a little bit. But this defensive this defensive line is going to get at Mahomes, and I could actually see them being hyper aggressive if they're going to play some of that zone defense. And if uh, if Sherman is healthy, if Sherman's not healthy, I'm a little bit worried about it. But shut down Tyreek Hill. Uh, try to obviously avoid. Uh, Travis Kelsey as you can, and probably blitz a quarterback to get at them early. Mahomes just looked like a vet. He did. You no, know, I mean, dude, I I'm, him... I'm all Mahomes. You watched now. that game? Yeah, too. yeah. I'm all Mahomes, so... dude. I totally agree with you. I just think the 49ers are going to get at him, so that's why I'm going to take 49ers and the under. And I think Alfred Morris actually might be a little bit more productive than Breida, which is a little bit of a hot take with it. E. I think this game is the over regardless of home wins
2: because I, mean, I, I think see it, it's the highest over. Right. I think San Francisco. Uh, is going to be able to put up points against Kansas City with a regardless, good one. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's
1: it's a decent point. It's, it's fair enough, but I'm going to go with the under. I'm going to go with San Francisco. But we will be right back. So don't you go anywhere. We've got the entire slate to get through. We only got through two games there, so we got the whole set to go through. So don't go anywhere. It's more Bogman and Welsh than in this league, we're talking about week three and we're predicting all this stuff. We'll be right back.
0: The snozberries taste like snozberries. <laughs> I'm freaking out, man. You are freaking out, man. man. Littering and... Littering and, um, and littering and littering
1: and and smoking them. in this league. Break it down. Welcome back. It is in this league on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Scott Bogman, Chris Welsh of InThisLeague.com, and the ITL Fantasy. All the podcasts. I was about to say football podcast, but it's baseball. It's college football. It's basketball. We are in the full throes of basketball right now. If you are a basketball guy and you're just like, I love my football, but I'm sitting around waiting for some basketball coverage. One of the more unheralded worlds is the fantasy basketball world. And we have uh, supplanted ourselves in right in the middle of it with the ITL fantasy basketball podcast. I guarantee you this one thing. It will be your favorite basketball podcast. If you're a nerd and have no sense of humor, I don't know why you're listening to us right now. (laughs) Maybe it won't be. But if you're at all a human and enjoy good information while being entertained, it will be the number one basketball podcast in your rotation. So we've got that. I've also been, if you're a baseball prospect guy, just throwing this out here, I've been doing five episodes a week, Bogman. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know why I did it. What are you thinking? I don't know. I don't know. But I created an entire series of three weeks. Three weeks. Worth of episodes that I've been dropping every day. Last week I did uh, top 10 lists for 2019, a whole bunch of different ones. This week I'm doing top 10 positional ranks, previewing 2019, and then I'm going to do the Arizona Fall League an episode every single day. We're giving back to our listeners. That's what we're all about. We do a million episodes. But it's because of the people that support us over at Patreon.com slash ITL Army. We can keep doing content. So thanks to you guys, we can do cool stuff. And that's what we keep doing. And, you, I mean, you do multiple uh, college football podcasts. I was, about to, I was about to call it Stupid Football Cop Fantasy Football College Podcast, but they're not. I can't even say it. Yeah. And um, your IDP show as well.
2: Yeah, I had a lot of stuff, a lot of a uh, lot of stuff that we're doing all over the place. So if you're looking for
1: content, you're bored. We've got podcasts all over the place
2: for anything that you could possibly
1: want. And you know, we got to give a a shout out too. We we've talked about this before, but there's definitely a handful of people that have consumed everything we've done, and there's something. That they're wired differently than other people that I appreciate. And and I think like Jesse Severe is one of those people. He's a Dusty. listener of ours. Maybe Dusty. Yeah. I, I wonder who those people are that consume all of it. And when I say all of it, in the five years that we've been doing stuff, we're well over a thousand shows. Not just ITL. When you think of the radio, you think of the Black Book, everything, we're well over a thousand. This year alone. We've at least produced 400 episodes worth of content, right? Yeah, easy, uh, are easy. You me? there's so much content out there if you enjoy us, our sensibility to the world, whether it's comedy shows or sports shows are all there. in this league.com, I'll get you set up patreon.com/ itl Army, I'll get you moving, and uh, we appreciate you listening to us here as the fantasy sports Radio Network is also supported in this league, and they said, "What can you give us?" And I said, three hours sold." And they gave us three <laughs> hours, and they just wanted more in this league. So, uh, got to give that shout out to uh, FNTSY for doing that. All right, we're picking back up with Week Three games. We just went the, through the 49ers and Chiefs, and the Saints and Falcons. Let's go to the two and O Dolphins, which is still wild to me. Uh, they are hosting the Raiders. The Dolphins are a three point favorite. The over under is forty four and a half. Derek Carr got right a little bit last week. Marshawn Lynch touchdowns in multiple games. Devonte Parker is going to play in the game. Let's actually see if that happens. What, well, do you, what do you think about Raiders and Dolphins?
2: I don't know if Devonte Parker is going to play because he's,
1: he's clear to play. Yeah, but
2: last week he said he was. Yeah, I, and I mean then it's then a didn't activate him.
1: It's a coach's decision. He's cleared to play is how I should have said it.
2: Um, man, I hate this game because I want to pick both these teams to lose. So, <laughs> well, take like a tie. There's a tie every week? Oh my god! If there's another tie, it's this game, right? <sighs> It better not be. Um, man, I'm going to take Miami in this. Am I? Oh, God. I immediately regretted that. Right. I can't take I'm going to take Oakland. <laughs> I'm going to take Oakland. Okay.
1: And I'm going to go over because neither one of these teams has a good defense. I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree with you, actually. I'm a, I know the Dolphins are 2 0, but I'm going to go with the Raiders. They're slinging the ball. <sighs> I still like Marshawn Lynch there. I don't like this team. I don't like anything about this game on both ends of it. Kenny Drake is, I guess, fine. Ryan Tannehill is stupid. And um, there's, you know, let me ask you something Ryan Tannehill is stupid. He's dumb. The Jets and Browns had one of, I think I saw the highest rating that a Thursday night game has got since 2015. Did you see that? No, I yeah, didn't. Yeah, it's like an eight-share or something You're like serious? that. serious? I swear, I swear. Do you think more people are tuned into that game or Raiders and Dolphins? I think Raiders oh, and Dolphins might definitely. be the worst game well, of the week.
2: Y- yeah, definitely. The Thursday night game is going to beat a lot of these weekend games just for the fact that it's the only game on.
1: But like, you know? think of it. Okay, think if you injected the Jets and the Browns into this week. I know on paper it looks bad. I think the Raiders and Dolphins is one of the more unwatchable games. Like, there's the only way that I, I would— I don't know, the po- Bears are playing the Cardinals. There's only two—well, that's a good point. There's only two ways this game gets on my television. Red Zone Channel, which I don't expect a lot of, or an actual highlight that is done by one of the I expect. A, I
2: think because both these teams have crappy defenses, I expect a lot of Red Zone Channel. I mean, it's not a high over, but yeah, uh, maybe partly because Fumble both the offenses for seem to
1: be— inept Inter- but interception for a touchdown i mean in the
2: chicken we picked interceptions between Derek carr and ryan tannahill's one of the go-to's
1: what did what did it end at i don't remember three? i wanted I it, it like it three, three. Ah, i was dumb on me can what you believe that what was yeah. i thinking you immediately regret that don't you i should have set it at three and made you go to four that i should have gone dumb. to six
2: <laughs> each of these guys can throw three
1: with no surprise was right? it interception or turnover Interception. Uh, had you said turnover, I would have probably gone to five. So, I mean, listen to these, uh, listen to
2: these world beaters that the Dolphins have beat: right. Tennessee and the Jets. Oh. oh, we saw the Jets lose to Cleveland. Tennessee. That was the seven-hour game. The Tennessee one, because the lightning delays and Mariota got hurt in it. What did you so they beat pick? Blaine Gabbard and Sam Darnold. So, what, what did you pick here? I picked Oakland in the over.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go Oakland and yeah. cover too. Garbage yeah, we game. already did that. All right. Yeah. You, you already forgot. Sure. Who you <laughs> I already forgot. Like, it's such a worthless game. I, already <laughs> I mean, I flip-flopped. I said
2: Miami at first because they're at home. Then I said I can't do it. I can't pick Miami. All
1: right, well, we talked about the biggest over of the week was the 49ers and the Chiefs. The biggest line of the week is incredible. I don't remember seeing a line like this last year at all. It is the Bills at the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings are favored by 16 and a half. The over-under is 40 and a half. This should be a relatively unwatchable game unless you're a Minnesota Vikings fan. If you're a Bills fan, take the weekend off. <laughs> well,
2: if you're a Bills fan, you may want to find something else to do with your Sundays for a while. Put yourself um, through a table. <laughs> I'm going to let you pick first. Oh, I mean um, I know I already have what I'm picking. I know it. So if you want me to go first,
1: I can. But I'm going to I don't go, want to taint your pick. I'm going to go Minnesota and the over. Same. Oh, Minnesota.
2: Same-sies. Minnesota and the over. I don't like this. We picked the same two. I don't either. In a row a here.
1: 16 and a half we're going with. Man, I don't I think, think Minnesota's going to by tw- I think they're going to win by 24. Yeah, why? Why could they not? Yeah, so. and then maybe Buffalo gets a late score. I think halftime this game could be thirty-five to nothing. You know, so then we're just right on the over/under. All Buffalo needs to do is score one touchdown in the second half, and then we've already hit our we've hit our over. And Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota's, Minnesota, are going to cover the uh, line. This game is insanity to me.
2: I just think that
1: no Dalvin Cook either. Look,
2: yeah, no Dalvin Cook. So it should be a lot of Latavius Murray, and that's why everyone's picking him. Um, I just think here that Minnesota is like this team was Minnesota. on the precipice. Uh, Minnesota is on the precipice of a of a Super Bowl. You know the defense is really good. The offense is really good. Even without Dalvin Cook, it can still be good. So, without workhorse Latavius Murray, yeah, Latavius Murray could be a workhorse this week. So, uh, and maybe he won't have to be because they're up by so much at halftime. Um, Who's our backup?
1: I don't even know. I don't like, even know. I,
2: I don't even – I off the top of my head. It's just because it's only been Cook and Latavius so far. I'm so. going to go look while you're talking. Um, right, but, I but, but yeah, it. I think it's Minnesota easy, easy peasy in this game. I don't think it's close. I, I think at some point Josh Allen is going to put it together because I do think he's talented. But
1: – Okay. There's okay. Some, if you can name where this guy went to college, you are a scholar and you're a saint. Okay. The third running back on, this, on the Vikings, his name is Mike Boone. Cincinnati. How did you even know that? He had a lot of carries at Cincinnati. I, do you, did you forget I do a college fantasy football podcast? I, I don't care. Mike Boone is the most forgettable human being on the planet. Mike Boone had a great preseason. He's undrafted. <laughs> his name is Mike Boone. Is he Boone. 0% owned? Is he one of those? I don't know. I've never heard of him in my life. Uh, you know he's yeah. The he only Boone I know is like the offensive lineman that used to be for the Forty ers who played for Ohio State, and he jumped on cars.
2: <laughs> Alex Boone, Alex that Boone, that's it,
1: that's it. Yeah,
2: yeah. Mike Boone went to Cincinnati. That was an easy one. So Brent, Thalick, Brent Selick, Cincinnati, Brent Cincinnati. Yeah, he did, definitely did not play with Brent Selick.
1: Brent <laughs> is way older than him. <laughs> you got me with that. All right, uh, <laughs> let's move on to a more uh, palatable game here. The Eagles are hosting the Colts. The Eagles are a seven point favorite. The over under is 46 and a half. Carson Wentz makes his triumphant return. Andrew, amazing, too, that this game is going to feature Carson Wentz and Andrew Luck with all the weird injury stuff that's going on. Marlon Mack is out. Jordan Wilkins probably starts. Naheem Hines probably is the feature back, or at least the sexy back. No J.H.I., no Darren Sproles. He's bringing sexy back. Corey Clement is questionable, but I'm hopeful he's going to be a good-to-go. Alshon Jeffrey is probably a no-go. There's so many question marks that circle this game, but if Corey Clement is there, I'm all in on Clement. So what do you think about Colts and Eagles with the Eagles favored by seven?
2: What did you say the over under was? Forty six and, and, and a half. Forty six and a half. What do you have?
1: Uh, so I'm on ESPN, that's... so it just says forty six okay. and a half. What
2: did you say it was? I forty seven and a half, but forty six and a half is fine. Um, I wanna hmm. hmm. I think I take the Colts. I think hmm. this line is too big for the turmoil that is going on on offense with Philly with JJ being out, Alshon Jeffrey being out. This is Carson Wentz rusty game. You know what I mean? Because he's just coming back off of that knee injury. So I think I'm going to go with Indy and I'm going to go with. uh, I'll go with the over because I think that if Indy wins, it'll probably go under. So I feel like I'll get
1: one right here. So, Indy in the over for me. I'm exactly with you here. I'm with the exact front. Yeah, no, I mean, just because, well, it's the Carson Wentz thing. We talked about this in uh, one of the shows that we do, that I'm just a little (laughs) bit worried. that I think he can be efficient, but it is the comeback game. So, I think they could play it. eh,
2: mm, I mean, he might also be a little bit too jazzed up.
1: You know what I mean? I'm almost talking myself into the under. You get a,
2: a adrenaline flowing. I think if you pick Indy, you probably pick the under. That's what
1: what I was saying. I, I'll I want to get one of these right, so I'll take Indy and the over. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna go with Indy and the uh, and the over here. All right, let's go to the Green Bay Packers going into Washington against the Redskins. Both teams. Uh, well, actually, I forgot the Packers tied, so they're one zero and one. Redskins are one and one. Green Bay is favored by three, a road favorite. The over-under is 45 and a half. Aaron Rodgers is questionable still at this time, though I fully, He's gonna play. fully expect him to play. Quarterback that's questionable almost always plays. Yeah, I don't worry about it. So what do you think about this game? Aaron Jones is back. Jamal Williams, they say, is still going to be the guy. Ty Montgomery for pass protection. Adrian Peterson has disappointed a little bit, at least in this last game. So Packers, Redskins.
2: I didn't take Green Bay in the over. I mean, I, I know that Aaron Rodgers is banged up and uh, blah blah blah. You know, uh, Washington hasn't been scoring very well, but I I think Green Bay in an easy win over the Redskins in this one. The Redskins just are not that good.
1: I hate to say it, but I'm with you. I'm with you on the. Uh, on, I know I don't like it. I'm good. Packers in the over here. <laughs> Makes me uncomfortable too. Um, I got to tell you're you, you're such a Packers fanboy. I think.
2: We can look at it. I think you take Green Bay in the over every week. Oh, do I well, it. Well, there was no over last week, so you took Green Bay. Yeah. And then week one, where is it? Uh, Cuda Green Bay play week one Chicago. Oh, you took, you took Chicago in the over. Well, how do you like? I me mean, now? you got it. You how? got
1: well. You got the the Chicago, but you didn't get the over. Oh. I'm surprised. You know how we talked last week? To me. This is one of those games I would put money on. I would put money on Green Bay on the favorite. Does this one kind of seem trappy though? Like it's Could too be. obvious? Could be. Could just be like your Rams because one every last other
2: week. game is kind of like I don't no, know. I don't know. And this one is kind of like eh, not Green Bay and three. That's it.
1: Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, I'm just not. a am not a Redskins guy. I think Green Bay has a decent chance to route there. They, uh, you know, Jimmy Graham. I think is going to eat Aaron Jones back. It just makes the depth at that running back position. More, even better. And just I don't know. Just Aaron Rodgers. The whole questionable mark. I see that and I'm like, well, Aaron Rodgers just gonna go for three touchdowns here. Who who's gonna stop him on Washington? <laughs> yeah, I mean Josh Norman's like the only good defensive player they have, so it's not a good situation. All right. Uh Cincinnati Bengals at the Carolina Panthers. Carolina is favored by three. The over-under is forty-four. What do you think here? No Joe Mixon. AJ Green coming off of a pretty big game and uh, Christian McCaffrey, your guy has been steadily just dominating over the last couple of weeks. So what do you think?
2: Yeah, this one is um, to me, it seems easy, but I kind of have to decide. I'm definitely taking Carolina and it's not because I hate Cincinnati or any of that stuff, but it's, they're at home and the, I, it feels obvious to me, but Cincinnati has the extra rest because they played on Thursday night, but they don't have like one of their big players. So, uh, you know, Joe Mixon uh, makes a lot of he makes a lot of difference in game pace and what they can do. You know, I like Geo, but if Geo was Joe Mixon, they wouldn't have drafted Joe Mixon. So I'm going to take Carolina and I'm going to
1: go under on this one. Damn it. Oh no! Yeah, we're doing it again. That's exactly where I was going, and I'm not like even for parody. I kind of want to change it up, but just this game, I don't think so. I don't think I'm gonna do that. Carolina at home with the three point favorite. I like that, and the under. I think there's gonna be some defensive struggles that are gonna going be going down here. You know, Joe Mixon not being able to move the ball forward. I don't. I mean, I'm I'm positive Gio Bernard is gonna get like a heavy dose. I just don't know where the success rate is gonna be. So I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go Carolina and the under. We need to start getting some different one, different ones, and <laughs> we're going to hit those when we come back from the break. We're going to be doing more. What do we got here? We got Titans, Jags. We got Broncos. We got actually a litany. We're going to have to plow through these. We're going to go into the afternoon games, Chargers, Rams, Bears, Cardinals, Cowboys, Seahawks. The Monday, uh, the Sunday night game is Patriots at the Lions, and Bogman's game, Steelers <laughs> at the Bucks on Monday night. Let's freaking go. Don't go anywhere. We got one more segment of In This League, more Scott Bogman, a little bit more of me. We'll be right back after this break.
0: in this league
1: I thought we were going to be just friends what? friends in the- in this
0: league in the dark
1: welcome back final segment of in this league on the fantasy sports radio network we got the podcast that you love we're the radio show that you love we're going to make you laugh we're going to give you horrible horrible gambling picks <laughs>
2: We're going to we're going to make you cry with our picks. Let me ask so. <laughs> you something. What is it
1: What was it Aesop? What is the guy's name? Aesop Winston for Washington w- State. What is what is an Aesop Winston? It's a dude that has like 200
2: yards and a bunch of touchdowns, and my guy Tay Martin didn't get anything last night.
1: Mm. College fantasy football is so interesting to me because there's always somebody on the wire. Yeah, great. 20 man league, there's someone on the wire. You know, I I don't host any of the fantasy football podcasts, the college ones, and uh, I didn't play this year, and I kind of wish I did. One thing I'll tell you, I think college fantasy football might be one of the most exciting and might have the most level playing field of uh, fantasy sports. Bob, maybe you can correct me on that, but there's so many players, there's so much parody, and the amount of times where, like, you know, everyone's like, all right, this guy's a second round pick, he's a no brainer, and all of a sudden the guy's not even the starter on the team. Oh. There's so much parody in college fantasy football, it's fascinating. It's insane, especially this year. Like, the number
2: one overall pick was this guy from U of A, Khalil Tate. And he got a – he had 1,300 rushing yards last year as a quarterback plus a bunch of passing yards. So, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson was obviously better than him, but Lamar Jackson has had the two best seasons in college fantasy football history ever. So uh, there's no one coming close to him. But uh, he – Kevin Sumlin is his new coach, ruined him. Wants him to pass from the pocket. Former which, Texas A&M, right? That's right. Uh, so he has kind of ruined Kevin Smith or uh, Khalil Tate. And then his second week, they said, we're going to run him way more. Second drive, he turns his ankle. Oh. So they got to tape him up and, you know, give him all the goofballs like they did with uh, Aaron Rodgers. And he went back out there and he played. They got their ass kicked by Houston. But uh, it's going
1: to be very interesting to see this game tonight. They don't play till really, really late. So uh, college fantasy football, go check it out. You got the in this league college fantasy football podcast, and you got on campus, which is a Fantrax feature, which is Bogman and uh, John Lobb and Justin and all that. Do you see the thing I just posted to you? Yes, I see it. <laughs> is that brutal?
2: I mean, I mean, you know what, Andy Dalton? Win a playoff game. Give it says the
1: next cooler is set for the worst team in the AFC North, and it, it's the cooler of Bud Lightness is when the Steelers win, Pittsburgh wins. <laughs> That's <laughs> brutal. Pittsburgh's not going to drink Bud Light, though. They got better taste. Yeah, Rolling Rock. Miller Lite. Oh, I love Rolling Rock, by the way. Is Rolling Rock the biggest, ch- cheapest beer to people? No, consider that? I love Rolling no. Rock. Uh, it's, um, God, what are they?
2: Uh, I- Iron City. That's what they drink in, in, in Pittsburgh. You so. want to
1: know what I've turned to, and this makes me just the worst? I don't mind Michelob Ultra. Is that bad?
2: <laughs> uh, I mean, I think that's uh, kind of like... Michelob Ultra is like a
1: uh, white girl beer, isn't it? Because it has like low calories. Yeah, I'm all about that. <laughs> I, would, I would rank it Miller Lite, of the cheap garbage beers, by the way. Miller Lite, and then I might go... Rolling Rock, and then McLob Ultra, and then uh, piss in a bottle, and then Bud Light. <laughs>
2: uh, I don't like; they all taste the same to me. Uh, it doesn't make any difference to me. Okay. Coors Light, uh, Miller Light, Bud Light. Uh, you know what I want? What's what's on special? Gold? Yeah, whatever. Yeah,
1: whatever's cheapest. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all
2: they right. all taste the same. They're all crappy. Just give me whatever's a dollar. That's what I
1: want. I agree with that. Not ten dollar beer night. Where do we That's leave right. off? We left off Path. Panthers, Bengals, right? Yeah, we
2: got some games here. Let's uh, Titans, well, Jags. What it, Titans, Jags. Okay. There's
1: no line on this. Well, I, I got it. I got it. Jags, nine and a half. Over under oh. is 40. And uh, Leonard Fournette is still questionable. I'm assuming he's probably going to go. And you kind of said it earlier. I don't really know where it's going to sit with the quarterback, if uh, if uh, Marietta's going to go or if it's going to be Bortles. But regardless, I got a nine and a half uh line on Jags and 40 over under what do you think
2: uh Jacksonville in the under I think this is like a 35 to 3 game
1: I'm gonna go Tennessee and the under Brilliant. well I'm thinking like if a, Tennessee wins this game it goes under. no I don't think it's good I don't think they're gonna win I got nine and a half points to play with I'm looking at like a Would 20 like better song I would not like to bet a song no. because I don't have a good track record. I'm thinking like 2014 on this game.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, it's a divisional game. And, you know, t- Tennessee looked better last week, even with playing Gabbert. So there's a little bit of promise there. But I'm just, I'm not ready. I'm trying to get Can't me to do bet it.
1: all the time. All right. Uh, Broncos are at Baltimore. Baltimore's favored by five and a half. The over-under mm-hmm. is 45 and a half. Philip Lindsey Number two in the NFL in rushing yards, I believe. Emmanuel Sanders has been kind of a beast. Alex Collins, not so much. What do you think? Uh, what do you think? What are you taking? I'm going to go the Denver Broncos. And uh, I'm going to go over.
2: Denver in the over? I, I definitely want the over. This game scares me. I don't I don't think Baltimore is as bad as they looked against Cincinnati. Yeah, I don't think Denver is as bad as they looked against Oakland either. I mean, they won, but it's Oakland, uh, and that was at home. Uh, give me Baltimore and the extra rest, and I'll take the over.
1: All right, don't love that game. Philip Lindsay though does does Philip Lindsay go three weeks into being relevant? Yeah, I th- I think so too. I yeah, think, I so, think too. so. I think uh, he's good. You know? I, do, I do, too. Uh, New York Giants at the Houston Texans. Both teams are 0-2, so someone's going to walk out of here with a win. Texans are a six-point favorite. The over-under is 42. Lamar Miller sucks. Saquon Barkley Barley does not suck. DeAndre Hopkins, I think, showed up on the uh, injury report. <clears throat> well, he should be fine, though. So what do you think about this game?
2: Um... I'm going to take uh, – I don't want to take Houston, so I'm going to take the Giants against the spread. I don't know if they'll win this game, but I think the spread is too big. I think these teams are a little bit too even to have a spread of six points, even with how bad and horrible uh, the Giants' offensive line looked last week. They, got, they have to make adjustments, you know. Uh, so I'm going to take the Giants, and I'm going to go under on this. I don't see how these offenses put up 42 points.
1: Ooh, I'm going to go Giants with you, but I'm going to take the over – on this one. New York Giants in the over? Yeah, don't love it. Uh let's keep moving here cuz we got a lot of games. Chargers, the Clippers at the uh Lakers because it's both LA teams. The uh Chargers at the Rams. The Rams are favored by 7. Wow, that's quite a that's quite a give. The over under is 48 and a half. Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon, two of the best running backs in the league. Brandon Cooks, your boy has been uh balling out. Philip Rivers has obviously been good. So what do you think?
2: I didn't take the Rams in the over until you know, uh, probably until the cow's going home. The, the offense is great, the defense is good, but the Chargers' offense is pretty good too. That's why I go over. But I just don't see anyone coming within seven points of the Rams right now. They're playing really, really good football. Would
1: you be shocked that the this LA game is the second highest in available tickets according to ESPN? here. I'm actually kind of shocked. Really, The Kansas City game is the most. It shows 6,000 available tickets uh 49ers at the Chiefs. They must have like just released really standing room only at Kansas I City. I guess. But uh this is funny. The cheapest seat according to ESPN uh I don't know what they're using. I don't know what app it is. It's for the Cardinals. Well, I don't I don't know what site that they're generating this from. But the cheapest seat is $63 in the Chiefs Redskins one. The Rams, they have almost 6,000 seats available. For as low as 30 bucks so wow la just uh wow you would think that like like that's why i'm shocked like i know you r- click
2: on those that might be parking spots for real
1: i swear to god this is like, uh, well click on it no no I, i've had I it clicked before on where it. i'm gonna click two tickets. no right here section 27l 30 okay. bucks i can buy two tickets right now what section is that I'd, I would rather that's die than bad. go to a
2: game in L.A.
1: That's not that's not the worst uh, I've ever seen, dude. Can that... you think? Like I hate going to Cardinals
2: games because I lived in L.A. For of a little the bit, traffic dude. in, the traffic out. I cannot imagine.
1: The traffic at an L.A. game. It's, it's, it's a little Especially over. Especially for two L.A. teams. But see, that's where I'm getting at. How are two L.A. teams, how do they have the second most available tickets? That should be the least available tickets. Two teams in the same year, Jets and Giants should be sold out. The Rams and the Chargers should be sold out. Yet, I'm, I'm looking at the tickets right now. There are tickets available in almost every single section. Of this stadium. That is wild. Yeah, make. that's great. I mean, the Rams might be the best team in the NFL. right that's, now, what, then so. that's what I'm getting at. These teams don't suck. The Rams are one of the best in the NFL. And the Chargers are amazing to watch. I would love to go see this game. Apparently, no one that lives in L.A. <laughs> You're the only one. <laughs> Apparently. All right. Uh, Bears are traveling to Arizona. Oh, you oh. didn't pick. Oh, I didn't. Whoops. Uh, I got the Rams in the over. What do you have? Yeah, you didn't pick either, did you?
2: I picked the Rams in the over. I just said it. Well, I know you just said it. i said it three times okay. Rams in the over. Yes, I picked.
1: I am going to go with the Chargers in the over. You're so just a cover. Dumb. Just a cover. <laughs> Don't be so rude. Would you like to bet a song on that? I one? would not like to bet a song. Okay. I ha- already have How about $10. No. How $5? No. dollar? A dollar. I'll bet you a dollar. Done. All right. Done. $1. trying to get money out of me. freaking. Out. I'm mm-hmm. about, about to lose a hundred. Yeah, lo- <laughs> almost. This was 100. the same section. I almost lost a hundred bucks in that. <laughs> That's week, true. So. I don't know how I goaded you. Too. What did I go you into almost? Uh, I mean, you were picking against the Rams. I think. I uh, think that was it? was it. The Rams get yeah, you all I'm hot. A Rams fan. Apparently, so <laughs> they're just good. I mean, I mean, you kind of owe, no, owe me twenty five bucks from what you did You owe me twenty dollars. Well, no, like what you kind of did, you kind of owe me. You owe me twenty dollars. He kind of said, like, <laughs> like was yeah, fast. I did. Did I complete the word, though? No, you're sure you didn't. All right. Uh, Bears are going to the Cardinals. The Cardinals are maybe the worst team that uh, I've ever seen. They're all in two. The Bears have uh, one of the best defensive players in the league Mitch Trubisky, Jordan Howard, Allen Robinson, all coming into town. David Johnson looking to uh, get back into the game of it. So, what do you think? They're Chicago in the over. Easy. Easy, easy? Cardinals are
2: awful on both sides of the ball right now. This is easy peasy Chicago in the over. remember how the Cardinals didn't get past midfield until the end of the fourth quarter last week? yep, remember that I do. I was there. I wasn't, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I mean they just they're not moving the ball. They set the other team up for success, and this is like this is your slump buster that you want if you're the uh you know, if you're the Bears, you know, they they start out 0-2. The offense hasn't been clicking quite yet. It's obviously a new system. You got to give them a little time to work everything out. But I think this is absolutely where they start clicking. So. You know,
1: there's like 2,500 more tickets available to Rams Chargers than there are Cardinals Bears. You know how many Chicago people live in Arizona? Great point. It's a huge stadium, but it's a very, very good point. A lot of Chicago people out here. I'm in 100% agreement with you. This is the over, and this is the Bears. I do think the Cardinals are going to score a little bit. I think David Johnson's going to get back into all of it, but I think the Bears are going to rout, and the Cardinals are atrocious. All right, a couple more games here. Cowboys at the Seahawks. Seahawks are a a one-and-a-half point favorite. The over-under is 41. We've got Russell Wilson trying to get back into action. No Doug Baldwin, so it's a Tyler Lockett game the leading receiver on across both teams is Will Disley with 147 (laughs) yards and two touchdowns. That's the number one receiver. And see, I don't know where Will Disley went to college. That's a good question. Let's look. I got no idea. He didn't go to Notre Dame, did he? He went to Washington. He did. How did you know that? He went to Washington. It it,
2: it popped up and like, I, it it came back to my
1: brain. So, wow, that's amazing. I'm I'm not (laughs) even mad. I'm just impressed. Yeah.
2: A local kid. That I mean, that's why he's on the Seahawks.
1: All right. So what do you want here? Seattle one and Dallas up. in the under.
2: Oh. Se- Seattle's offensive line is absolutely atrocious. Dallas has a tough time
1: scoring. I think it's going to be Dallas in the under. I'm going to go Seattle in the under. Seattle in the under? Yes, sir. That's fair. Okay. Uh, Seattle's at home, so. New England Patriots at the Lions. Patriots are 1-1. Lions are 0-2. They suck. Patriots are favored by 7. The over-under is 53-and-a-half. Maybe a Rex Burkhead game. Kenny Galladay is the leading receiver across both teams. Josh Gordon should be playing. What the hell do you want to do with this game? I mean, until
2: Detroit proves that they can stop somebody, I'm going to go against them and take the over.
1: Detroit? Detroit. What is that? I said I thought I said Detroit. That you I said Detroit.
2: The- wow. Okay. Well, I'm
1: putting some. I mean, I feel like beer. that. Okay. Are you doing that too? I'm drinking little a little bit. All right. Little, bit. little Basil Hayden, right here. What do you got? That's right.
2: Yeah. Uh, maker's Mark.
1: So good for you. Cheers. Uh, Cheers. New England in the. Cheers over. Cheers to you. Let's go. Uh, what do you got? New England in the over. New England in the over. Definitely New England. I don't care about the seven points, and definitely the over because <laughs> Detroit is. Bad. Kenny Galladay, good. Detroit, bad. Fire bad. <laughs> All right, final game here. It is your Pittsburgh Steelers at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Pittsburgh is a road favorite by one and a half. The overrun is 53 and a half. James Conner, get back into action. Deshaun Jackson has been explosive, as has Ryan Fitzpatrick. But Ben Roethlisberger, regardless of what Stormy Daniels says, has also uh-huh. been quite the quarterback to watch here, and uh, I will open up the door for Ben Roethlisberger. So what do you think?
2: Well, I'm biased, so you pick first.
1: Are you that bi- Okay. I- I'm going to go Pittsburgh. I'm going to
2: Pittsburgh in the over.
1: I definitely am going Pittsburgh here, and... Definitely taking the over. You want a lock of the century of the week to think... over in this game. I'm tempted to go under on this. Dude, these defenses I'll go, I'll go are over. horrible. Pittsburgh in the over. I'm with it. I mean... Uh, I It could go under, but. Oh, you can't do that after I just don't, see, do how I I just just don't see how
2: it happens. Like, you know, Pittsburgh's defense all of a sudden plays great.
1: Who's Ryan Fitzpatrick of, who,
2: turns it off. Who's the I best mean, defender
1: on Pittsburgh? Oh, oh you God, had to Cam, think about Cam it. Hayward. Oh, my God. TJ Cam Watt.
2: Hayward. And, and no, Cam Hayward. By a lot. Cam Hayward's like a perennial pro baller. Defensive line isn't bad, but, you know, they play that, uh, that dollar package where they only have two of them. They only have
1: Hayward and Tewitt on the field. Let me put this Sorry, out. it's two guys against five guys. Ronald Jones active game, and he makes an impact. no bar not, Peyton Barber. Definitely not going to be active. Damn it. <clears throat> I mean, do you gonna think they're
2: going to activate him for this game? Why would they? Two games. It's been working active. without him. Uh, has it, until they start it losing, out. or you know, until the run game becomes a problem because Fitzpatrick can't do anything. That's a good point. I mean, it's just easy. Why? Why wouldn't they do it? Pittsburgh, though. I, I just I can't see them not having a win in three weeks. You know, last year they were thirteen and three. So crack, crack open those Bud Lights, Boggs. They would have to. Uh, they would have to go undefeated. To match last year's win total from this
1: point on, if they lost this game, well, crack open, uh, crack open that uh, Bud Light uh, container and get ready, Pittsburgh Steelers, because you're going to get your win. That, my friends, is the episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys had a good time. Three hours of In This League. You missed any of it, go back and listen on demand. You can get it at fantasysportsnetwork.com slash radio. You can get it on Spotify, iTunes, whatever you want. You can get all of that plus all the other podcasts we do over at inthisleague.com. We got you covered. Go follow us on Twitter at is it the Welsh at Bogman Sports. You can ask us questions about the week or just interact with us. I'll be singing on a podcast soon over at In This League. So yeah. don't you miss that, my friends. Until next time, have a great week three. Hope you guys win your leagues. That's Bogman. I'm the Welsh. We're out of here. See ya.